History is important, and if we don't learn it, we're doomed to repeat it. On today's show, Rafi Andonian is going to be talking about the power of history, but also informing you on how to navigate your present-day journey. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Zandra TV Audio Nation where we bring you the most interesting topics and conversations from the Zandra TV Network family of shows. And now, let's join the conversation. This guy is an amazing historian, but the way he teaches and the way he speaks about it is really like new wave. I love it. So I want you to join me as I welcome Rafi to the stage. Hi, Rafi. Hey there. How are you? How you doing? <laughs> doing great. I love it. Okay, Rafi, tell me really about you. Like, give me a little history on you. Sure. So I, I um, as it pertains to the history stuff, you know, I, I grew up in L.A. I grew up in Los Angeles in California. And as a little kid, you know, I, was, I remember reading about history in school as third grade. And, and what happened was that I was really excited about reading about these sites in the East Coast, you know, in Philadelphia and, and Boston and so on. And, and um, so as a kid, I asked my parents to go to the East Coast and, and check out these historic sites. Yeah. And so that was kind of my story of how I became, you know, came into this as, as a little kid. And so eventually we did as a little child. I went to Philly Constitution Hall and so on and so yeah. forth. And um, as I went through school, I, I, when I got to college and graduate school, I'd work in the summers at Gettysburg, you know, the big Civil War battlefield. And while I was in school and out, down in Georgia, I lived um, outside of Atlanta. I worked at the Martin Luther King birth home and neighborhood, his childhood neighborhood as, um, in, wow. in Atlanta. And um, later on, I went on to work at Los Alamos, which is where the atomic bomb was created. And, you know, did fundraising, programming, all kinds of different things. And, and so that, to me, kind of was the intertwining of the stories of how you know, these different sites with very um, uh, deep histories, a lot of different perspectives and stories, very, you know, powerful, globally influential stories kind of mm. help shape me as my person, as a, my perspective in life, not just on those topics, but just how I look at things around me. Um, sometimes issues that are very loaded with a lot of different kind of heavy topics, you know what I mean? And um, also then helped eventually kind of drive me toward this project to be able to share that experience with others, you know, so that other people can feel relating to history too. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, You know, I just consider you to be uh, a person that puts a new twist on the conversation when it comes to history. But you just share with me that you have lived uh, in many different places. So then I would have to say that that really creates a very vast perspective for you. It does. Absolutely. I, I lived in six different states, 12 different cities. And and um, over to process what that does in all different regions too: West Coast, East Coast, Southeast, Southwest. Now in the Midwest, I live. And, and it gives you different perspective. You know, all those places have different dynamics, mm-hmm. different cultures, different, um, you know, different interactions of different yeah. groups. And, and that diversity of perspective. I lived in small towns, large cities. Uh, really helps you kind of understand that, you know, everyone with their different backgrounds and perspectives is going to have, they're they're humans too, you know what I mean? And and I think sometimes we have different divides in this country. Uh, We used to be more regional. Now it is, I think, more urban-rural. Um, you know, and rural people can't imagine urban folks, and urban folks can't imagine rural folks, you know. And, and I think it's important to kind of understand 
um, where the bridges are between those communities, you know? Absolutely. But I think that really helps you understand. So I have to ask you this question because I'm sure people are wondering, like, don't you kind of think or do you think that you know kind of what your sweet spot is from a very early age? Because it sounds like you knew that that was someplace that you like to to kind of delve into and, and learn more. You do. I think that kind of that childhood wonder or curiosity that you have yes. often manifests in different ways, right, yeah. later on in life. Now, <clears throat> for me, it's not just in history because history to me is kind of the glue, you know, the foundation. But what that did to me is it helped me get interested as a result over time in different cultures, mm -hmm. in different topics, in different societies, in, um, um, you know, in how society works because there's a lot of different things around you, right? So. So yes, I think as from a young age, you often have this inspiration, yes. but how it unfolds over time is gonna depend on your experiences around you, mm -hmm. the opportunities in front of you, right? And, and how you take that and carry it over, right? And a lot of what we try to do on the show intentionally, I, you know, I have a professional historian on, but it's not only professional historians. Most of the people are not professional historians because I want us to be able to see, for example, in the yeah. case of history, how you can apply it in different ways, right? And you can do that with any topic, whatever your passion is. Yeah. And you can find different ways to build a business from it or build a career or engage as a citizen or even how you conduct your family life. So, yeah. so I would say that as a kid, you know, whatever that curiosity you have is, keep it with you. Yes. Keep learning, keep yes. growing. You'll be amazed at how it crosses different disciplines yes. over time. And, and see, that's what I think. I mean, I, I think that, that we as even children kind of know. You, you know your kind of sweet spot. It's something that totally interests you, you know, and that thing, you know, we're, a lot of times people are asked to push that to the side because you got to have this career, you got to do these things or you got to do that. And so um, we lose something. And so I applaud you for holding on to that all of your life. And now you have really become a master, in my opinion, at reframing the conversation and having people to look at the world differently and have a rich discussion about it. And so I know, you know, that your show is really about that. Um, here's the thing. Where do you think this thing is going to take you? Like the, just having, reframing this conversation and having fruitful conversations with folks. What do you see in three to five years for yourself? <laughs> It's amazing, right? Because I'm amazed that I'm even here <laughs> as far as I am with you, you know? Yeah. And, and, and I think you have to have faith. I think this, you know, that as you take one step, you know, what was once blurry in the distance becomes clearer, right? And the curtain opens and you see another possible opportunity. Now, where I'd like to see this go, you know, I consider it a social entrepreneur project, right? It's entrepreneurial. I'm pulling different things together and I have a purpose that is social. And I want to have social impact, right? And I want to be able to um, make a difference. You know, that's where I see this. And, and I would love to see, you know, um, you know, uh, people be inspired by this. If I have people through my club, like, get in touch and, you know, say they learned something because of this, or they went on to learn something further about a topic on their own without necessarily me, that to me is where I'd like to see this go. Inspiring people yeah. to want to learn more, to be more inclusive, to expand the conversation, be constructive, and, and um, um, ultimately to make a direct impact on communities. Maybe you have a controversial site or something you need some guidance on. Watch this and so much more on Sandra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku, or visit ZondraTV.com. 
It's hard to turn on the TV or unlock your phone and not see the bad of the world on your screen. Well, there is good out there, and you need to see it. Zondra TV Network is the breath of fresh air that you've been needing. Success stories, business ventures, and walks of faith. Visit the home of positive and inspirational programming, Zondra TV. So, Rafi, I wanted to talk to you about, um, you know, really in the next two to three years, but before we do that and, and start really talking about what's going to happen, I want to really understand your show that you're doing on the network. Uh, tell me more about what drove you to decide to do that. Yeah, so, of course, you know, what, what I love about the network and the platform is that, you know, you have an ability to, um, you know, be available, on demand, searchable, right, and have a platform to have dialogue and conversation that people can get insight into and be hopefully inspired to learn more and have that kind of conversation themselves, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and as you know, you know, digital is so powerful, it's so accessible, which is very valuable, right? Yeah. And the show is called Cleo the Muse, which is a kind of reference to the, from Greek mythology to the ancient muse for history. Yeah. And I like the tone of that, musing, right? We're not diabolical, we're not crusading, we're not trying to tell you what to think. We're musing, we're reflective, yeah. right? And, and, and um, so Cleo the Muse is kind of a perfect character for that, right? And that's what we inspire from. And our tagline is challenging the present by inquiring the past. Yeah. So it's, it's about looking at things around you and thinking there's a little more to it than I originally thought, mm -hmm. you know? To, to challenge that present. And there's many ways you can challenge that. And, and, and our way is to look toward the past and kind of see, okay, well, there's more to that story. How did that come to be? Yes. You know, it wasn't always that way. Yes. And if it wasn't, that means that there are different ways to, to, to see it, right? Mm -hmm. And so we hope that our audience members go through a certain process. We want to surprise their perception. We want to provoke reflection. And then we want to inspire learning. And I think that's a process you go through. If you're surprised about something, you're provoked to reflect that I maybe there isn't some, there's more to it, right? And then so you want to learn more and you're inspired. So, so I love the element of surprise. I'm surprised <laughs> and it provokes me to want to know more. Um, because I can tell you, uh, you this, this conversation um, provokes me to want to know more. Um, already. So, you know, uh, you have, you know, kind of taken this thing to the next level. You have the show uh, on the network, um, and, and but you also have this club, right? Yes. Tell me more about the club, because I think I need to be a Rafi's regular or somebody. <laughs> Tell me about the club. Yeah, that's right. Rafi's regulars, right? <laughs> so, so what the club is about is, so we have, you know, I have my books, we have the show and the platform, I do some speaking. But sometimes I've, I get these requests to interact more with customized content, interact with me. And so I created this club. And the club is designed to kind of have a community of followers, of subscribers, if you will, where we can put out regular content, interact with each other as a community, as a forum, have roundtables, have certain perks and access to me directly. And eventually where I'd like to see that grow over the next couple of years is <clears throat> not only continue to do these regularly occurring things on, on that virtual club, if you will, but um, to do live events, right? Especially as we can do more and more as things are further and further, you know, opening up. Mm -hmm. um, what we, I'd like to see is, you know, special access to a particular site or a place. And very importantly, to have a special insight or kind of a net, through my network, bring someone in that I think will help 
provoke you to see something that you may not have seen that way before, right? It could be a known site, or it could be maybe a lesser known site, which is also something that kind of helps flesh out something you may not have seen, right? Various types of history, I don't have a, type, a way of doing it, but the important thing is to help us see how they can be relevant, how we can connect to things that we see around us today and have a direct connection to the past and be able to see it in the present. I, mean, I just love it because at the end of the day, you're like opening up folks and mindset because you know, I believe everything starts in the mind. It's mindset, right? So you're actually creating the, the comfort, a, a safe zone to open your mind up to other possibilities that maybe you never thought of. Right. And, and so, Ravi, I have to say this because even though, you know, like, historically, right, and doing the history and that kind of stuff. That's cool, but I think it's also gonna open people's mind up to think about things differently and really, I, I believe in living uh, without a box, not outside the box, but without a box and the possibilities of what you may see and what you could create. So I think it's just amazing. Yeah, it's all about stepping outside your comfort zones, right? Yes. And I think that's really valuable. I, I love, yeah. I think that's where learning happens. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Learning happens mm -hmm. when you kind of expand your circle, you expand that comfort zone. And, and you know, I, I love to constantly learn, but sometimes in the classroom, sometimes outside the classroom, sometimes from people. I mean, there's different ways and contexts and ways to learn, right? And I think when we engage with what's around us and understand the different dynamics around it, yeah. it is a mindset. It is a mindset. You know, one of our guests is a kindness giver, you know, is approaching things with kindness or widening our perspective yeah. in a more socially aware way, right? Yeah. And, and to, I think we need this right now in this country where we are able to do more dialogue as opposed to just screaming at each other and dividing mm -hmm. lines and kind of clumping, you know? And I think yeah. that that's really where this next step is for me is, is I think we're at a time and a place where this is needed out there. It's, it's really needed. It's really needed. It's a rich discussion. But what I love is that you've not only, you know, created this TV show, Cleo the Muse, you've done that, but you've also created this club because the club allows me to have interaction in a, in a, in a safe, again, a safe zone to be able to have interaction, but then to dig further and to learn more and to get engaged. And, and I'm sure it's probably going to create other opportunities for those that are part of the club, right? Absolutely, and I imagine some of those, some of the folks that are going to be involved. Some of them may be educators, and then they may engage back into their communities. You know, whoever they're teaching, they're that oh, way. Yeah. Um, some of them may be community leaders. You know, and and even if it means you speak differently to your in your local community, controversial historic site or something like yeah. that. You know, it, it makes a difference. So yes, they're going to take that and go elsewhere, whether in an education forum or outside of an education forum, community forum of some kind, or your Rotary Club or whatever it is that you're part of. It's going to affect how you discuss maybe next time over Thanksgiving. You know, people get yeah. into the debates, you know, election season good. and this and that. You know what I mean? So <laughs> It's good because I was thinking to myself when you said, you know, teachers can be involved. And I was thinking, wouldn't it be really awesome, you know, um, that your programming could potentially be a recommendation because they've taken so much out of the school, right? right? And there's so much discussion that has gotten stripped out that just doesn't happen anymore. Well, you know, I don't know. When I was in school, I'm dating myself, but, you know, it was like we had to take um, you know, various different levels of history. We took black history, but when I think about black history, it was only for one semester. It wasn't a whole class. So you only learn this tidbit, right? So getting to know more, um, this is an opportunity for people to sign in, weigh in and get more information. And then I love it that people can be involved in the club. What's the name of the club again? 
it's clear the muse.club is the club and then when and if they continue to interact with me they get to become Rafi's regulars I was like, that's like, I'm trying to get to be a Rafi regular I don't know about nobody else I was like I like that name I want to be a Rafi's regular R squared yeah it's R squared I like that just get a chance to interact with me and uh, you know yeah. and, and regular you're one of my regular follower followers you know and and so that that name starts from I used to work at Gettysburg and and um, there are different kind of segments within the army and yeah. the, the regulars were were the guys that did not volunteer for that particular part of the yeah. war and so we I, people that used to kind of come back to Gettysburg and ask for me we would joke and I would kind of call them Rafi's regulars because they would come back year over year and say hey I want to go on Rafi's programs. So when this project came about, I was like, you know, that'd be a really great way to kind of uh, create a community called Rafi's Regulars because there were people that were following me years ago. <laughs> well, there you go. Those are the first first people to be in the club because I'm trying to get in Rafi's Regular. I don't know what it's going to take, but I absolutely believe that y'all need to get in touch uh, with uh, CleoTheMuse.club. That's what it is, CleoTheMuse.club. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk about what's next for you because you got a lot of things on the horizon. You're always on the move, and I'd love to know where you're going to take this. So we'll be right back. If you need transformation in your life, I encourage you to go check out Revolutionize My Life on Zondra TV Network. That is where evolution occurs one step at a time. Revolutionize My Life at ZondraTV.com. So, Rafi, before we went on break, we were talking about, you know, potentially what's next on the horizon for you. And I would love to really talk about what do you see? What do you see in your future, man? <laughs> well, I see, I see continuing to do the show, right? I want to keep doing it. I have so many different topics and things that I want to cover. And then as that platform is continuing to gain, you know, viewers and such to build out sort of the community behind it, right? Yeah. And, and build that community like we talked about that is about um, having respectful dialogue with each other. Um, community that has different sets of backgrounds and beliefs, but knows how to come together and have that discussion. Have an impact on education. I think. I think in, um, you know, as you said, you know, in, in schools, I think we kind of really dried out history. It's very kind of. It's it's not dynamic and interactive yeah. enough. And I'm yeah. trying to make it that way. So I would see myself yeah. doing some speaking. I would see myself doing um, uh, more community follower type events, um, and of course, continuing to expand the guests and and guest lists and the different topics we cover on the TV show yeah. um, to build on those things. So I would love to know, can you share with us maybe just a couple of uh, uh, the topics of each of your TV shows and, uh, and, and kind sure. of what the content's about? Sure. So, so we mentioned earlier, kind of one of my guests was the kindness giver, right? Yes. So it talks about how we can use that as a way to engage in dialogue in a more kind and meaningful way, right? Yeah. Uh, we have a guest that comes on that is a business and a business person, an entrepreneur and coach and how he is very socially aware and how he does things in his business and, and how he draws on history to conduct business. And um, I think it's a very you know, insightful way to see how these things um, affect us no matter what field we're in, right? I have a professional historian who comes on and uh, she talks about you know, what's the difference between history and memory or history and heritage, you know? Um, talks about some key figures that are um, kind of top of mind today, like yeah. Frederick Douglass, you know, everyone talking about him the last couple of years. Yeah. And um, 
and kind of guides us through different ways that we have remembered the American Civil War through time and what that says about us, because usually the way we think backwards says more about us than it does about the historical event itself. Mm. You know, we have, an we have someone that comes through who's an attorney, talks about his childhood experience okay. with um, racism and, um, and um, his awareness or lack thereof. And, and even despite being very educated, he had to really kind of go beyond his personal experience to learn more beyond what he saw. I know what that says about being a seeker, as one of our guests puts it, as opposed to being a seller, right? Mm -hmm. And we have, we have kind of many others, you too, do. that are doing about these topics. You do. I mean, that is, I mean, that is really, really, you know, a lot of different folks with a lot of different perspectives. And that's exactly, I think, what's so awesome about what you're doing is because it's the different perspectives that we're bringing, bringing to, you know, TV. I think that's great. So you probably didn't see yourself here two or three years ago, um, but was it always in your heart? Because I know you've been on TV before and done some things, but was it always in your heart to have your own TV show, become a producer and do what you're doing? Yeah, I would say that it's always been in my heart to be um, in the public eye, right? Mm -hmm. I love public speaking when I worked at the different historic sites. Um, uh, I love being in front of people, a live audience. I've done some stuff on stages um, yeah. and, and different things. And I, I love that. I love having a platform. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and, and it's important to use that platform not to talk down to people, but as an opportunity to share a message and, and feature others, as we do on the show, in an interactive way. Mm -hmm. and, and so, yes, that was always in my heart. I'm not sure I always saw... Um, I foresaw, I should say, I'm not sure I foresaw having my own TV show. Thankfully, the opportunity came my yeah. way, as you know, from meeting you. And, and um, you know, when the opportunity is there, you, you, you take it, you know. Yeah. And, and I think yeah. you have a way to, you know, I think of it as you have kind of a, a purpose that you have, you know. And I have mine. And you have, and everything you do, I, I think a lot of times how you do anything is how you do everything, mm -hmm. you know. It really reveals a lot about yeah. you. And... And that purpose you live out can come out in different ways, in different forums. You know what I mean? And this TV show is one of those ways to me. And, yeah. and um, we have an opportunity with that platform to extend a version of that purpose. No, I did not see this two, three years ago. I wrote my, my first book a couple years ago, and it just has g grown from there. You know what I mean? I didn't see all this coming. So, so what about the book? I, I come yeah. out, I, why am I just not hearing about the book? Yeah, I'm like, I thought I knew. I, I thought I was on the inside. What's the name of the book? My first book was called Creating Space for Conflicted Histories. Come on, so Creating Space for Conflicted <laughs> Histories. So it was all about, I mean, you can see the theme, though, right? It's having a space wow. for, for stories that, you know, I mean, certainly controversial historic sites and monuments and such. And I kind of have a blueprint there for how we can deal with these things. I used the, the, the site for the creation of the atomic bomb as a case study. But my chapters are organized in a way that has... By, with questions that are going to um, allow to be a blueprint to have a discussion that is open-ended. That's not a yes or no answer. And that helps us yeah. understand and talk together. Um, so, I mean, really, the research for that book started many years prior. It okay. didn't come out till a couple years ago. But that led to, you know, um, two other books since and, this t and some speaking in this TV show. And it has just kind of grown up, you know? He said two other books. I mean, you just, you just keep on, like, eking out this information. What's the other two books? <laughs> I want to so know. The second book was called Let's Talk Social Equality, okay. uh, um, Race and Religion and Politics. And awesome. so I, I like to go into topics that are not easy and um, unpack them and, and just kind of talks about, I take three different historical incidents 
where the term social equality was thrown around from uh, different eras of American history and kind of the controversy and the fact that they were debating over the different meanings over it. And that t says to me a lot about us today, too, because we sometimes act like, you know, this is what this means and it's been this yeah. way and it has to be this way. But, mm. but we find that they were debating this throughout time, right? So it's always an ongoing dialogue, right? And the third book was how many ways do founding fathers oppose the Constitution? Because often we think the Constitution is frozen in time and everyone agreed there's one way that it's meant to be. It's the way you think it is or the way I think it is, whatever it is. I can always find a quote from the lots of writings that the yeah. founders had to prove what I think it is that I think. However, um, what you find when you look deeper is that the founders actually disagreed with each other. Um, some of the authors of the document who were at the convention didn't sign the document. And later when the state conventions happened, they debated it. And my point with the book is, if you get a closer look at all the different ways that they interpreted the Constitution and disagreed with each other as a founding generation, mm. you don't think we're going to continue to disagree 200 plus years later? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's okay to have discussion and debate. Yeah. It's been going on since the beginning of the country. And it mm -hmm. means that you aren't going to dig in so much into what it is that you say has to be that way. And so I try to use the books as a way to surprise your perception, to dig a little deeper and make you more reflective that there is more That's than one good. way to look at something. That's good right there. I love it. So where can, where can people get your books? You can go on Amazon.com or you can go on RafiAndonian.com. It's in either okay. one of those. So you go RafiAndonian.com uh, with just my name, RafiAndonian.com. And you go on their books and you'll see them there oh, and wow. you can get them there. Go to Amazon and get these books. His perspective will surely surprise you, provoke you. <laughs> and inspire you. <laughs> and inspire you to learn more, right? Robbie, how can people like interact with you? How can they get a hold of you? Yeah, so yeah, I, I would say check out cleothemuse.tv to check out the TV show, yeah. right? And see, see me there. You can also go to rafiandonian.com. There's a way to get in touch with me there as well and, um, and see the books as well as communicate with me. But I want people to you know, go toward the show, which is really where all this stuff comes together, right? Yes. And so the place to go is cleothemuse.tv so they can see that what we're doing with the TV show and all the stuff that surrounds it. That's kind of the core. That's good. That's good. You're excited. <laughs> I, I, love, I love it. You know, you look at sharp today, by the way. I, you know, you've been sharp all day, but you look sharp today. You sharp every day, right? So, um, you know, you came um, here. Uh, to Dallas, and and so you you reside where? In St. Louis. I okay. live in St. Louis now. Okay. Yeah, it's great. I drove down here, and, and brought all my stuff, and was ready to go. Okay. <laughs> okay. So so, do you anticipate doing a live event anytime soon? I do. Where people can yeah. get involved. Yeah, I do. I yeah. do. Um, you know, of course, we're gonna have the reveal for my show right yes. coming up. Yes. In a couple of months, and yeah. and later on, and. Um, that will be a live event itself, and I plan to do some different things around that. And, and as I mentioned, over time, doing more events at, yeah. in, at different sites and places that are interesting as a community, kind of I get input from the community as well, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the important thing to me is that we're trying to, as you kind of touched on it earlier, kind of deliver history in a way that's fresh yeah. to an audience that's not your usual audience. I've been at the Historical mm -hmm. Society audiences. I know what it's like, and you need them too. Mm -hmm. But the problem often is, we're talking only to those folks. Yeah. And I feel like we got to expand the tent and bring more people in. Got to bring more people in to make it feel relevant and contemporary and not just dusty and old. Part of the reason we chose this set, right, is to make it fresh and contemporary, but a little bit of that historic feel, but yeah. it's, it's, it's still yeah. kind of feels current, right? And mm -hmm. to audiences that are not your traditional mm -hmm. um, history-consuming audience. Yeah, because I'm going to tell you, you have... Um 
absolutely piqued my interest on history. You know, I've been out of school a long time. Don't want to really talk about how long. But at any rate, you have piqued my interest over the last six or seven months we've been working together. So I love what you're doing. I think you're a fabulous um, producer. I think that you've got some fabulous content. Your guests are amazing. You are amazing. Keep doing the great work that you're doing. I appreciate you and I honor you. Watch this and so much more on Zondra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku, or visit ZondraTV.com.